Mark. That was my clap. Uh, so I was debating, Grant, and you can still sway me one way or another. If I wanted an alternative drink for tonight. What do you mean by alternative? Well, right now I have I have my water bottle. I actually, so my company sent me, they sent everyone, but, you know, including me, a very nice uh, metal water bottle with the sort of, like, rubber gasket screw-on cap. It's like a hydro flask-looking thing, right? Mm-hmm. But it has, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's white metal with our logo nicely printed on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm not an ink man like you. I can't say how it is uh, put on the side, but it is very nice and clean. It's much nicer looking than a year or two ago when they gave us all coffee mugs, mm-hmm. which was also nice of them. You know, like it was kind of a surprise at that point, but it's not like a particularly nice mug in any way, shape, or form. Anyway, I have this water bottle here with water in it, uh, but I've been craving hot chocolate for a while. And also, I went to uh, the grocery store the other day and came across uh, some beer from a brewery in San Diego that I really liked called McKellar. Ooh. And so I have a beer from then that is a, a Berliner Weiss with key lime. Ooh. So I, d- I didn't want to, I, I, I was, you know, I was just stuck in uh, decision limbo and ended yeah. up with only a water bottle in front of me. But I was curious if you had any input for me. Well, I will say your, all of your alternative or both of your alternative options are very different ends of the spectrum. I know. Hence why it's a if hard decision. Like, if you'd said like hot chocolate and like a chocolate stout or something. <laughs> Even that's a little different. But it's closer than hot chocolate and... <laughs> I don't know. A Berliner Weiss or whatever it is. <laughs> a key lime <laughs> beer. <laughs> I would go with the key lime beer personally, but you do you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think maybe I'll save it. I have to... So the reason that I was asking to record another day mm-hmm. is... I've been not procrastinating necessarily. I've been busy with other things, but uh, the like curriculum work that I do on the side, there's like one other thing that I need to do tonight that's going to take probably a couple hours to crank out. Mm. So I was just trying to give myself as much wiggle room as I could. It's not a big deal. I'll get it done either way, but maybe okay. I will. Maybe it'll be a, a you know, a slightly beer inspired lesson that these kids get to do yo uh, that's the some of my best work honestly <laughs> now luckily it's 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 based on a lesson that i already wrote i just need to like make it harder for a slightly higher level of kids mm-hmm. like add a couple of different topics or whatever so like all, all the framework is there but it's still going to be kind of tedious to put together Mm-hmm. yeah yeah like one beer isn't gonna it's not going to impair you that much, I hope. Probably, I mean, it depends on how fast I drink it, but that's probably true. Yeah. And how powerful it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't I, think it's too bad. I recently got some stouts that uh, I, like, saw it somewhere. And a friend of mine, I know, like, it's his favorite beer. And he always talks about how they're impossible to find. And I found some, like, sketchy drugstore that, like, sells alcohol. 
and has like some really like fancy things that for like there's it's the type of thing where like people call around to places like a hundred miles around and like drive an hour to go find it yeah and so like i saw it here i was like yo like i gotta just get it because like yolo Mm -hmm. then i got it home i started drinking when i was like i've never actually looked like what percent is this (laughs) and it's like 13 percent which what beer is it Oh, uh, it's like this. Uh, it's I mean, a, it has like, to be like bourbon. an imperial stout of some, or something like that, right? It, it's like a bourbon barrel aged stout. Yeah, okay, it's like dragon something. Oh, dragon's milk, maybe, or it's like a version of it or something. I don't remember. Yeah, no, I'm I'm aware of dragon's milk. Like I see, I see it all over the place. Like I feel like I've seen it in a lot of different places. Um, it was like some special dra- version dragon's of milk it or reserve or maybe triple mash. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Uh, triple mash is seventeen <laughs> percent. I don't think it was that. The reserve is eleven point eight. I don't know. You. Anyway, yeah, it's a very high alcohol t- content uh, stout. Mm-hmm. So that's funny. Yeah, so that, that's a. Like I've had a couple of beers like that, but you know I've only ever had them. Like four, five ounces at a time. Mm-hmm. And even like a lot of, there's a lot of stouts that I really like. I just can't drink a whole can of them. Like it's just too much for me a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like I really like them, but it's just, just gets me too fast. Yeah. So like, just like the taste, not even the alcohol, just, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, it's like a really good, like chocolate cake or something. Like, yeah, yeah you, it's delicious, but you couldn't eat like half the freaking cake. Well, Unless the difference you there, that kid is in Matilda. Who's that kid? What, what's that? I kid? don't remember the that name of the kid, but I know. Legend. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, I mean, I could eat half a chocolate cake if I ate it fast enough. I could not do that with beer. Like if I drank it too fast, I would not handle that well. Um, I, I'm I'm winning no drinking competitions. That's for sure. Yeah, but that's okay. Come on. Yeah, the internet. I, I'm just sorry. Mean. Come on, internet. I just googled Matilda Cake Boy, and the first thing that comes up is "fat kid eats a chocolate cake." Cake scene Matilda, Ch- chocolate cake scene reenactment. I feel like I need to watch that. Well, you forgot to look. You forgot to add the word name, so I just did that, and I immediately Bruce. got Bruce Bogtrotter. Bogtrotter is the entire name. He's definitely going by Bogger these days. <laughs> Matilda's a good movie. Bit of a weird movie, but... Definitely a bit of a weird movie. Yeah. Very 90s kind of movie. I feel like that movie wouldn't be made today. Definitely. Or no, if it did... If it did... children. If it... Well, if it did, though, it would be like the modern versions of Willy Wonka and Alice in Wonderland. It would be like a Johnny Depp movie. Oh, yeah. And be just super weird and creepy in a very different way. Yep. Because, like, like, my mental image of Matilda, partially because of the time frame that it was made in, is that it's like watching a home video. <laughs> like, it's just a little uh-huh. bit darker and grainier. Like, like all the everything's just more muted. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, less uh. vivid colors. <laughs> if, you, if you had... Uh, oh, no. <laughs> if you had the ability to move things with your mind... Yeah... Is that telekinesis, I guess? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, how would you use it? 
And how often? Would you make it known? Uh, I don't think I'd make it known. No? You wouldn't tell me? I feel me. like it's so much better if people don't know. Yeah. It's it's like, I feel like it's like winning the lottery. Mm-hmm. The best, like, the best plan, but the one that no one wants to actually do is to never tell anyone until you're on your deathbed. Well, I was going to say, I know what you would actually do, though, Grant. What would I actually do? You would finally fulfill your dream of being a magician. What do you mean, finally fulfill? (laughs) What do you mean, finally fulfill? I guess I'm going to prom with a magic trick that nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, I am a ma- magician. Quit! Don't, don't, don't come at me with this. Finally, fulfill. You finally fulfill your dream of being a good magician. Okay, there we go. There we go. That's okay. Gosh, you had me so like full stop there. Though. Like, what are you? What are you trying to do here? Like, what are you you're trying to cause drama? I see it. I see it. You're just trying to get them, them clicks, them clicks. That, uh. You, you freaking... That's right, know. nothing nothing, nothing drives not the internet like podcast drama. We're not Joe Rogan, Grant. I'm, I was going to say, like, things... Podcast drama definitely does drive the internet. Uh, that's a very particular kind of podcast drama. And the only reason that that's popular is because he also does it on YouTube. If, if Joe Rogan yeah. didn't put episodes of his show on YouTube, it would not be... It, no one would care. That's my claim. I don't know. Like, How many not, people not like, do you know who like listen to he, the Joe Rogan podcast? Not like if he took it off now. I mean, like, if from the start he wasn't doing that. Oh. Right? Maybe. Like, that's the. Re- I think that that's the reason that it became popular. I don't think it would have gotten as big as it is right now if it were just a podcast. Maybe. Like, most successful podcasts also post on YouTube, I feel like. Or a lot of big ones. Yeah, it depends. Like, interview-driven ones typically do. And often ones where someone already had some experience with YouTube, which is mm-hmm. a lot of people. But, you know, my, basically every single podcast that I listen to has no association with YouTube. Sometimes they'll mm. post episodes to YouTube, but it's like a static image. And they just put it on YouTube as like another way for like a handful of people to come across it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe we should start doing ours on YouTube. Maybe we should film our faces as we do this. We could. And I'd just then blur I'd yours out. Anonymity. Yeah. I'd just blur you, blur, blur you out. I'd replace you with, I don't know, nah, a picture I'll, of an egg I'll start, with hair. Uh, I'll start wearing a, I don't know, a... Oh, I'll start a wearing a, a, a toast mask. A what? Oh, wait, are you... <laughs> There's Is this a, a Tim thing? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, it totally sounds like it could be. No, uh, there's a streamer who, like, started his streaming career, like, I don't know how it started for sure, but he quickly picked up the name Disguised Toast because he would always, like, say, this guy's toast, like, Uh in, like, shooter games or whatever. So he picked up that name, and then, like, when he started, when he was, like, streaming, he would wear a mask that was, like, a piece of toast to, like, hide his identity. That's funny. Um... And then, like, years ago, it, like, got leaked or something, and so then he stopped doing it. Sure. But that's his name, is Disguised Toast. I like it. Yeah. Well, you have to come sub- come up with something unique for yourself. Well, I wasn't actually thinking of actually doing this. I was just trying to make a joke based on popular culture. And I'm saying yes and and continuing the joke. 
So I'll, I don't know, I'll buy a big beaker and put it over my head. That works. <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't work. If it, ref- if it like, refracts light enough... Oh, it could actually refract ...in a weird way. To, ...to F it up. And it, like, you know, distorts your face in a weird way, that would totally work. Mm. Makes, like, a if big I had, cone head. If I had a beaker full of water on my head... Yeah, exactly. Just right in front of the camera lens. Or I could just, yeah, I could have like a little, I can make a little table setting up on my computer and then have a beaker right in front of the webcam. Yeah, exactly. So you can see colors through it, but you can't see shapes. Yeah. It would be perfect. Yeah, but then everyone would know I have jet black hair. (laughs) Considering the amount of references I've made to your complexion, I'm pretty sure people know that's not the case. (laughs) How do they not know that... Those have been red herrings all along. True. Oh, he, so he's a ginger. <laughs> Shoot. <sighs> My mm. goodness. Sorry, that was some delicious water right there. That's okay. I have like a latent cough right now because... Aaron, so Aaron's been dog sitting since Wednesday. And yesterday she got a bit of a headache and stuff. And so I was trying to help her out with the dog. And... For whatever reason, this dog tends to give me worse allergies than a lot of other dogs. Part of it is, you know, she lives in a small apartment. And, you know, when Aaron's there, it's like, and I don't even know how often the owner vacuums or does anything. So it's just kind of all over the place anyway. But the dog is also a very, you know wiggly dog and when she plays she likes to play like tug of war and like you want you to like get down on the floor with her like she doesn't really mm-hmm. like playing fetch like she'll go fetch stuff for a cup for like a minute and then she'll just want to play tug of war with you mm-hmm. um so it's a lot of close contact and so yesterday or last night when i was coming home like i was just so stuffed up like it was so bad um, with just, you know, mucus flowing out of my nose and like my chest is tight and everything. And it's like still just like a little bit with me because of like all the stuff that was on my clothes and whatever I brought back with me. Mm-hmm. And I think it also doesn't help that right after that, you know, I recorded, oh, hack earlier this morning, like I told you, and now I'm, you know, here. Uh, and so I'm like trying to fight back the like little tickle in my throat. It's no fun. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So, is that dog like a hyperallergenic dog? Uh, it's a golden retriever cockles, cocker spaniel mix. Huh. So, I guess yes. <laughs> it's not like a St. Bernard or anything, but she definitely sheds plenty all yeah. over me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man, I So, ugh. the other thing I need your help deciding... I know you don't like talking about this, but here it goes. Aaron and I made, like, lunch, but at, like, 2 o'clock today. And I I eaten, like, a couple snacks, like a Cliff Bar and an apple before that to tide myself over for OHAC. And then we made um, bone-in chicken thighs in our air fryer. And that turned out super well. But, you know, I just had, like, a chicken thigh and not a super big one. And a couple cornbread muffins. And so now I'm hungry again. And I'm trying to figure out uh, if I want to make something else or not. I have spaghetti that I could make. And I'm trying to decide if I want to make it. And I don't know what to do. Uh, 
don't know what to do, Grant. Dude, you gotta, you gotta just live your life, man. Yeah, I suppose. I'm not I gonna make a suggestion because you ignored my last one. Well, you didn't really make a suggestion. You said if it were you. <laughs> How else would you expect me to make that suggestion? Well, you would I'm have to, you, or else I will Grant. unfriend you on Facebook. I'm not you, so that's not a helpful suggestion. As in, you um, said, and I quote, if it were me, then blah, blah, blah. Okay. That's not helpful. So what do you want from me? What do you want from me? <laughs> Let's have some Khmer communication in this commationship. <laughs> I just want answers, Grant. You want answers? You want the truth? <laughs> you can't handle the truth. There we go. Uh, I watched that movie with, for, for the first time like a year ago. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was within the last two years. It's a good movie, though. Glad I watched be, it finally. I'm going to be honest. I've never actually seen that movie, <laughs> and I almost tried to make a joke about that title and almost used the very wrong title. Oh. <laughs> Were you going to make it sound too much like a porno, like it already kind of sounds like? <laughs> no, I almost no? said... That's a great line from Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's very different. <laughs> that's a very different movie, I haven't isn't seen it? that movie, but I do know it's very different than A yeah. Few Good Men, which is what I we're have, talking about. <laughs> I haven't seen either of them, and I both I definitely know they're different. <laughs> well, I recommend watching A Few Good Men. It's a super solid movie, even if you don't like Tom Cruise. Okay. I, I, I don't mind Tom Cruise as an actor. Well, that's good. But, yeah, it's a good movie. I recommend it. Cool beans, cool beans, cool beans. All right, all right, all right. It doesn't have Matthew McConaughey. Sorry to burst your bubble there. Wow. Wow. All right. Who says that? Who says wow? Uh, Well, I was thinking, uh, oh, wow, really? uh, His Owen Wilson? uh Oh. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... For this week, Mark has brought in uh, poorly drawn lines by... Uh, I've brought in? <laughs> Mark have hath has brought in uh, thine he, comic poorly drawn lines. He done brung. He he done forgotten the poorly drawn lines by Razor, raise a phrase, man. Uh, and, and I'm about to uh, learn you some comics here. So in this comic, we... We have a, uh, we've got two, like, uh, ducks, the, uh, we'll, we'll call them ducks, they are, like, artistically drawn ducks, uh, there's yellow duck and pink duck, uh, and so it starts off yellow duck, saying, here's where things get weird, and pink duck looking back at him says, things have been weird for a while, and then yellow duck responds back, like yellow duck does, Here's where things continue in that direction. Ha ha. Too true. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. All by Melissa the Melissa Loma X1313. Oh, that's just a creator, not the creator, I assume. Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Um. So, Grant, how are you with directions? Like cardinal directions? Or I mean, like we could take this a lot of ways. following instructions, <laughs> good, reading good the directions when buying something. Good clarification. So let me ask you something more specific. If you are 
in a position where you need to provide directions to someone, oh, how are you going about doing that? Or vice versa, how would you prefer to receive directions from someone in a navigational sense? Give me an address and type it into Google Maps. Okay, let's say you can't do that. Do I get to be with the person or am I giving them directions they have to follow without my presence? Let's start with the second one. Uh, I'm going to tell them they're screwed and ask someone else. <laughs> I'm not going to, like, to be totally honest. Like, when people ask me, if people ask me how do I, like, get to my house or something, mm-hmm. I, like, I'll give them, like, the address. But if they, like, ask me for directions, I'm just like, good luck. Because, like... Sure. Like, you take a road, and then you take a... You turn onto the other road, and then the, turn on the next road, and then, like, you turn on, the, like, not the next road, but then, like, the one after that one. Uh-huh. And, like, then you're at my... Pl- like, my problem is I don't know road names. Okay. And so people struggle to understand my directions <laughs> because I can't give them road names. Because, like, even... Like, they'll ask, like, so, like, on, a, on a, like, first street? And I'm like... I don't, like, you, you turn onto a street. Like, I don't know. You turn on the street you turn at. Like, because that's how I know it. I don't, like, learn going places by, like, verbal directions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, like, know it. Sure. That's been... actually really interesting. I wonder if, and I'm saying specifically for you, but maybe for other people, just more broadly in the population, if there is a any correlation between having like your your maps assistant voice on and being able to retain any of the information like is it more likely that someone who does like it you know controlling for any like just say you have a whole bunch of people and they just all have to have this on right so you're not you're not like confounding it with people who choose not to have it on or choose to have it on, right? Everyone just has mm-hmm. to have it on. Um, like it, you have a random amount of people doing that versus a random amount of people who don't have it on. Like would the people who listen to the instructions once, for example, be able to reproduce the route, whether it's saying it to someone or just like driving it without any direction would they be better at that than people who don't have the voice instructions? And I have no clue. But that is just kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, because I definitely know that for certain things, I, uh, like, just know it, like you're saying. You know, it's just you just kind of do it. Mm-hmm. But also, over time, I've gotten really good at remembering road names. And so even though, like, for example, this dog that Aaron is dog-sitting, I know how to get to their place, and I can just go do it without really thinking about it. But if Mm -hmm. you asked me what roads to turn on, I could tell you what to do. No, no. (laughs) See, I, like, you could ask me, like, how do you get to the grocery store that, like, I go to weekly and have for, like, the past six months? Mm Mm-hmm. I can tell you how to get there, but I have, I don't know what any of the, I know what one of the road names are. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know the road that I like turn out of my like apartment complex onto. I have no <laughs> idea what that road name is. The next I road gotcha. is the only road name that I know. Uh-huh. And then like, I turn on to like 
like a highway, and I have no idea what highway that is. It's just mm-hmm. the highway. Uh, and then there's like two other roads, and both of them are just like pff, they could be freaking like up your button to the left way. I like I don't know. I mean, well then, what about on the receiving end? Like, if let's say you were to come here, and I said, "Grant, you have to drive to this place," and I can give you directions. How would you like those directions? Like, let's say they can be written down and repeated to you as you're navigating or whatever. But, do you, like, would you prefer just a sequence of roads and the and the ter- way that you have to turn onto them? Do you prefer any any way of using cardinal directions? Do you prefer landmarks? Like, what are you looking for? Um, I definitely need estimates of distances before turns. Hmm. So, like, if I turn onto a road and I know the next road is going to be a left. I need to know, is this like a, a like tenth of a mile left or is this a like five miles down the road left? That's fair. I, I can definitely agree with that idea. Because I'll be very stressed out if I don't know that. Yep. Because I'll be trying to take every left for the next five miles until we get to the actual right one. <laughs> yeah. And left blinker going me on and off and on and off. Me. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I think this might be that one. I can't read the sign yet. I can't read this. Oh, no, it's not that one. Turn the blinker off again. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I don't like, I guess like road names would work if it's a place with good landmarks that would honestly be better. Cause, cause landmarks and road names are pretty much the same thing, except a landmark is bigger and more obvious. Like a road name is just a tiny thing written on a friggin' sign. Yeah. Unless you're in a city where it's like the city blocks are not like first street, second street, third street, like in order, then it is, mm-hmm. that would probably be more helpful. Cause then you can also gauge distance, uh, and like distance to turns, but. Well, I can do you one better. We definitely have numerical, um, streets around us, but even better, we have a sequence of streets. So let's see, there's third and fourth street, but if you go a block away, third and fourth street instead, in between them, you get Tennessee Street, Minnesota Street, Indiana Street, Pennsylvania, Mississippi, Texas, Missouri, Connecticut, Arkansas. You get what? it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're just in some random arse order? Like There are theories about where where the ordering came from and which states were chosen. Uh, um, the, cur- the theory that I've so heard stressed. most often is that they are names of battleships. Or commissioned ships that are named after states. But the order, and the order is, I guess, theoretically the order in which they were commissioned. But, like, you can't find any primary sources to that effect. Yeah, and that's not helpful to anyone, because who knows what order those ships were commissioned in. It's not helpful. (laughs) Like, I could get it if they were, if they were, because I've, I know some cities where the streets are, are they still have names but the names are in alphabetical order mm-hmm. and so like if it was like alaska avenue and then is there a statement that starts with a b that ruined it right away no there's not bama boulevard uh and then connecticut street have i told like, you my have i told you my fun fact about states and letters i don't think so if it's really fun, I think I would remember it. Okay. So maybe you may have heard this one because I, I feel like I probably told you, but I'm going to say it again because it's, it's a good fun fact to know. Mm-hmm. Ohio is the only state 
that doesn't share a letter with the word mackerel. Hmm. <laughs> mackerel. Mackerel. Is it mackerel or mackerel? I, I would say it mackerel. Okay. Mackerel. But like, who cares? Like it's a... Why isn't that a... That should be... Oh, wouldn't that be an interesting alternative universe? An alternative universe where uh, Apple is actually mackerel, but they still made the Mac? Like the Macintosh, but this like the symbolism mackerel Macintosh. <laughs> well, no, no, it'd be the... It, like, it wouldn't be called the Macintosh. It'd be just the Mac. Okay. It, the it'd mackerel be the, Mac. Yeah. And, like, the the symbol would be a fish instead of an apple. Uh-huh. I feel like that's a cool alternative universe. Like, it has to exist. Uh, I mean, if you agree I, with... I say that like, it, like it's a foregone conclusion. Going, going way back to our terrible first episode where we talked about multiverses. <laughs> no way! Oh, um, we should save this I for feel like 200. The, I feel like the biggest issue with that is the continued association with... Like between this a simple fish symbol and Christianity, oh, because that's pretty like well ingrained, and I have a feeling that be a Jesus fish. It would just be some other way of drawing a typical fish, really simply, like with what a bite taken out of it, like the apple, (laughs) (laughs) and like blood dripping off. Yeah, maybe what it is, it's like it's a more like pagan version of apple where like there's not just an apple there's an apple with a serpent twisting around it you know and like it represents the fall of adam and eve like they took the bite (laughs) it's a real edgy company now (laughs) that's like a hot topic of technology oh my god if if apple was the hot topic of tech (laughs) that's great (laughs) all the computers are what like black and red yeah, Such a exactly. Different, like design scheme. I mean, it would kind of make. Are you familiar with the? Uh, is a it's a pretty famous commercial of Apple's, um, uh, uh, called 1984, and Yikes. it was it was created in 1984, and it's oh, a like okay. room full of people like blindly staring at a huge screen, and they're all like IBM, you know, mindless grunts essentially. Uh-huh. And then someone comes in and, oh. like, destroys the screen or whatever. Oh, whoa. And it's, it's a whole big edgy commercial from the early days of Apple. This uh, sounds... Wait, what? But, but funnily enough, that commercial would still work in this, you know, punk rock, you know, metal hot topic version of Apple that we are now developing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What the heck? You weren't okay, aware of this? I kind of want to watch it. I, mean, I suppose I it's not. Wa- can I yeah, watch it. Myself? It's, it's good. Oh, wait. Oh, it'll play through my headphones. So it's not going <laughs> to... I was, like, all worried that it was going to disrupt you. Okay. Today we celebrate the first glorious anniversary of the information purification of victims. We created for the first time in all history a garden of pure ideology where each worker may bloom secure from the pests of any contradictory this is insane we are one people with one will one resolve one cause our enemies shall talk themselves to death and we will bury them with 
January 24th, Apple Computer will introduce Macintosh. And you'll see why 1984 won't be like Holy 1984. Holy crap. That's effing terrifying. Yeah. It was directed or produced or whatever by Ridley Scott. Okay, that makes total sense. That's exactly why I was having Alien fly, or, uh-huh. like, or Prometheus or whatever. Like, I don't know. Alien. It was one of those movies. <laughs> yep. Jesus, that's like the exact same makeup as the. Oh wow! It's a real that different was... commercial from like their you know older iPod commercials with like the dancing silhouettes on color. Yeah, I was gonna say that's it's a very different aesthetic going on here. Uh-huh. Like, like this dark. Oh, yep. oh, it's a good one. So, and then there was a whole other thing where uh, Epic made a version of that commercial called 1980 Fortnite. Uh, the other here no. when they sued Apple. No. Uh-huh. Wait, they sued Apple? Yeah. Oh, oh, not like over the commercial. No, no, no. Epic sued Apple for like App Store related yeah, reasons. Yeah, so this yeah, has been yeah, going yeah, on yeah, for like yeah. well yeah. over a year. No. Yes, I am aware of this. Yeah, Sorry, so they I... made this this parody version of the 1984 commercial, except oh, where Apple is the great. like source of the mindless dronage or whatever and it's like a fortnite character with a big apple head or something oh that's great yeah (laughs) Uh, so there you go there is your quick update on tech marketing yeah but yeah i I don't think that mackerel would would take off in this alternate universe i think it would have to be the punk rock version that's still called apple but just with a darker aesthetic I don't know. I'm down with mackerel. I'd, I'd buy mackerel. <laughs> well, agree to disagree. <laughs> and like the, oh, come on. But like the, the like mini version of the like iPhone or something could be called. Wait, no, that'd be the big version. Maybe the two. How big are mackerel? I've never actually I seen I have no mackerel. clue. I know nothing about mackerel. <laughs> Let's see. I don't even know how to spell mackerel. Jesus Christ. Well, that makes my fun fact a lot worse. Uh, three, and a, three and a half to four pounds. <laughs> so not very big. No, that's not very big at all. Uh, uh, maximum length. So yeah, they're like they're like between half a foot to a foot and a half. Yeah. So, so it looks like there are some that are close to two feet, but still not like big. Yeah. So then the like the... Uh, the like Mac Pro would be called the tuna. Uh, Cause it's gonna be a bigger fish, you know. Mm-hmm. There's always a bigger fish. That is true. That's what they say. I learned everything I know from the prequels. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh, dang it! What? Sorry. I'm just so popular. I had to move my phone off the table because it kept buzzing, and now it's on my lap, and it just makes me uncomfortable because it's constantly buzzing. Because I'm so cool, hmm. or because I'm in a group message with people who like each other but not me. <laughs> I mean, you'll only find out within the next couple of months if the you know the group messaging slowly wanes until finally you realize that they created a new group message without you. Yeah, except they can't because like we're they're coworkers. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Well, never mind. I mean, they still could. <laughs> well, they could, but that'd be kind of counterproductive to the purpose of the message. 
Grant has brought Foxtrot Classics by Bill Amend. Amend? Amend. I don't know. Pulling a Grant. So we have a couple of kids chilling. I think they're maybe in the cafeteria, perhaps. The kid on the right is chomping on a sandwich, has a little drink in front of them with maybe it's either a yogurt cup or it's a drink with a silly straw. It's kind of hard to tell. Maybe there's like a clementine there, something else. I don't know. Anyway, a kid on the left is looking a bit frustrated and talking to the kid eating a sandwich, saying, Jason, I wish you'd stopped acting you... I wish you'd stop acting so weird. And Jason, eating a sandwich, says, What do you mean? And exasperated, this other kid... Uh, hands wide or arms wide says what do i mean you won't be seen with me you won't say hi to me in front of your friends you want us to communicate in some secret code is your liking me really so embarrassing to you that it's worth crippling our friendship just to keep it secret and in the final frame uh jason has taken their lunch bag and put it over his head uh, the the kid on the left is saying, I'm waiting for an answer. And Jason, from beneath his lunch bag, says, And I'll give you one just as soon as that kid I met once turns his back completely toward us. Brutal. <laughs> savage. Freaking savage. Is that how you feel about me sometimes, Mark? Uh, I'd never be so dramatic. That, so that's a yes. Is that is that is that a good political non-answer? <laughs> no, of course not, Grant. I'm not embarrassed by you. That's uh, false. Either that's false, or I don't trust your judgment anymore. Oh my no. god, I'm yawning. Oh, I'm sorry. Please cut that out. Oh, I might. Uh, the the spirit of the yawn just overtook me there for a second. I couldn't help it. <laughs> I was consumed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Not after the apple-based bit that we just had. You weren't. If anything, your yawn was it leaving. It was, uh, what, the demons being exercised from my body? (laughs) Something like that. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm just doing the Lord's work these days, so I'm, I got, he's on my side. Uh Uh-huh. But, oh yeah, this is my comic, and I gotta tell you about something that I want to talk about. Ideally. Um, <laughs> unless this is gonna be a real short episode. Or a real short end to this episode. How, how you feel about secret codes? Are you a fan of secret codes? You ever had secret codes? You like secret codes? You think secret codes are stupid for little little losers, little baby children? Like, how you feel about it? Uh, I took... Well, I took one math class about error correcting codes, and there's another course on cryptography that I wanted to take that I wasn't able to take. Um, so I've I've actually always been fascinated by secret codes, um, whether they are very simple or not. I actually wrote a uh, in part of my volunteer work. I wrote a little lesson on Caesar ciphers, which Ooh. is just the concept of taking the alphabet and shifting it. Yep. Some number of letters over, and that's all it is. So very simple code. Uh, but yeah, I'm a fan of secret codes. I think they're super fun. Like, they're fun to learn. It's fun to be inventive in both uh, making them up and using them, whether it is, like, 
just laying like alphabet rearrangement ones through some rule or like symbolic code so there's a good one that's that i remember learning in like third or fourth grade from a from some book i don't remember where i learned it called the pig pen cipher Um, that's worth looking up it's just like you draw two tic-tac-toe boards and two x's and you put some dots in various places and and two tic-tac-toe boards and two x's give you enough spaces to put in all the letters of the alphabet and then you just kind of write them in in a certain sequence and you are able to pull symbols from that um that's like you know that may not make sense but if you just look it up the wikipedia page is really clear in how it works and so i remember (laughs) learning that years and years ago um yeah i'm all for secret codes i think they're super fun okay along the lines of secret codes like one one potential use if it was a secret code that could be communicated about verbally or mm-hmm. maybe even non-verbally but like via like eyesight like you have to be able to see people is like talking about people uh well around them or like talking kind of in a social group like being able to have a secret conversation on the side kind of still in front of everyone uh-huh is that a use you've ever thought about a secret code for or I mean- I would say the only thing that comes to mind there is like if you're communicating with someone that you're super familiar with, you can there's lots of nonverbal communication that you mm. can learn mm-hmm. to get across. That's the mo- that's the thing that comes to mind, but no, I've not thought of like anything other than like generic nonverbal communication to express like general emotions. Okay. Uh so, yeah. So cuz the reason I'm bringing this up to talk about is because I had an interesting conversation this week uh, with someone who is, I'm going to say multilingual because I don't know if it stops at bilingual or not. Mm-hmm. But they were talking about how, like, it's they're just used to, like, being around people who, like, don't speak the other languages they speak. And so they can just, like, talk to people, like, talk about people behind their back in front of their face. Hmm. And it was just, like, a really interesting thing because it's something that I've never really considered. Yep. And maybe just because I lack imagination. But, like, it just, like, it opens up so many possibilities of just, like, maybe, like, social dynamics. Or, I don't know. But it was just, like, it got me thinking. So I wanted to just bring it up to you, see if you had any thoughts on it. If Like, do you think that there are, like, ethical concerns with it? Or, like, what <laughs> what are some of the values of this? Like, being able to talk shit about people to their face. Or, like, in front of their face. I mean, I would say my immediate reaction to when you said that was, well, I guess I was never mean enough to have a need for this. (laughs) Like, that's the obvious thing. It's like, yeah, I'm not a jerk who would want to do this in the first place. Yeah. So, like, yeah, believe it or not, I haven't come up with that that, uh, working procedure. Okay, but what if I frame it as, like, being able to have private conversations in non-private environments? I mean, it, but if the... Uh, it, it depends on the use case. Like, yeah, you know, it can, be, it can be used for evil or whatever. But, like, I don't know. Like, I don't think I've been in that situation where I desperately need a particularly private conversation that I don't feel like whispering couldn't handle. Like, if it's... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, I don't find myself thinking of use cases for this sort of a thing perhaps the only thing that comes to mind and this isn't the same sort of thing but it's like maybe there may be a couple of inside jokes that you share with someone like if someone says something and you follow it up with some phrase that they just kind of 
you know, the person who was talking just chuckles at because it just it's weird and they don't understand it. So that's just their reaction. But you and a friend get what you're going for there. Mm-hmm. Like that could be fun or whatever, but that's a very different thing than like, I don't know, uh, a wider range of communication. I don't think I would have a need for that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll just I'll just start carrying a couple of soup cans with wire around with me and call it good. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> Secret agent earpieces. Do 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 do. Do 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 do